1: luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style okay. come through queen i wanna see you come through queen
2: Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen.
0: I'm not going through that. Bulls
3: them. What's the setup?
0: What happened?
3: She's nuts. Hi, Brendan. Happy um, National Intern Day. Oh, wow. I love not having interns. Oh, well, I brought the interns some donuts from Dunkin'.
2: That's where, what kind of donuts did you get? Did you get like any of the ones that you have to pay a little bit extra for?
3: I don't know. I got a dozen. Mm, I think I probably was, not. I then. think they were trying to upsell me, so I actually probably did. Ooh, because I let them kind of lead the way on some of them.
2: I mean the the ones that you do have to pay extra for are like kind of like semi artisanal. Uh, kind
3: of like gross, though. It's like a cookies and cream, a cookie <laughs> with like a cookie dough and a <laughs> yeah. cookie
2: and cream on top.
3: Um, what else is new? How did you spend
2: your hottest day of your lifetime on Saturday?
3: Okay, so I was on Long Island. We were all hanging out by the pool. Everything was fine and dandy. Was it still hot there? It was hot, but not here hot. Oh, okay, yeah. But the power went out.
2: Once again. Once again,
3: the power went out. And then the power went out once again on Sunday. Like, the, the National Grid, get it together. Who's running the National oh, Grid? Oh, I know. I think it's Con Edison. Isn't that on the National Grid? I have no idea So, no, nat- idea so no
2: National Grid is my gas provider, and Con Edison is my electricity provider.
3: Yeah, Con Edison. I have Con Edison, too. And you know what? It's a con.
2: It, it is truly a con. You know, no, I think um, politicians are saying, like, why are you, like, it should be a government-run thing instead of a private company, like, fucking with us.
3: Right, and not to make this about politics, but is where's Bill De Blasio? Oh, is he, he over in Iowa? He's like, there's flooding happening. <laughs> the the Gowanus, is... I know, not too far from.
2: My future home.
3: I know. Yeah. It didn't take away the home. Thank God. Thank God. I wish though. So. No, that's <laughs> no, <laughs>
2: we're, we're putting up sheetrock soon. We're going to be closing Brendan into the walls so that he's always available for a come through. Yeah. Episode. They're just going to put the microphone up to the wall where yeah. I live. It's great. Microphone technology.
3: We're
2: <laughs> Can't wait for that. Um, I bopped around. I-, I was more outdoor on Saturday then I've been all summer. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dan, you're famously
3: an inside kid. I
2: love being an inside kid, but it was a one thirty p.m. through twelve thirty a.m. jaunt across the Red Hook slash Gowanus districts of Brooklyn for a bachelor party. For a bachelor party, it was actually so much fun.
3: A hat bachelor party.
2: A hat bachelor party, but with. Uh, I would say
3: because I don't see a lot of gay people having their bachelor party in Gowanus. It
2: was 25% queer representation, though. So, you and Alex, yes, (laughs) (laughs) so that's counts for something, I would say. But yeah, uh, hopefully that's been the worst of it, and we're just hopefully today was actually nice this
3: morning, this morning,
2: right? Sure, yeah. I mean, I was doing outdoor work. Today, Oh wow!
3: You're yeah. a real Barbara Kay. <laughs> I
2: like. She has inspired me in so many ways. You should come out with your own tool tool belt. Mm. What would you call it? Well, like hers is like a diva. It's for women. Diva. Maybe my tool belt ba- tool tool belt needs to be
3: marketed towards the queers. So like, the queery. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to workshop that. Um, If you have any ideas for what we can call Dan's queer tool belt, leave them in the comments below. Thank you. Sure. Should we get to some news? Yeah, you are really into this one, so why don't you tell us what's going on? So Kim Richards is sued for $10,000 by her ghostwriter. Takes a village. Page six reports. Kim Richards is in the (laughs) doghouse with a ghostwriter. The former Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star was sued for $9,999 by Allison Kingsley, oh. emphasis mine, Baker, on July 8th, per court documents obtained by Page Six on Monday. My client refused to pay me despite a signed contract and a job well done, Baker claimed in her court filing. She later reported that she would settle for just, for just under what Richard's owes baker it is unclear what baker was contracted to do for richards 54 but according to her website she's helped jenna dewan julian huff rachel roy not to
2: be confused with rachel ray, ray Ive.
3: and amanda stanton write their books she's it's all, f- all flops i know no i like jenna dewan
2: oh we'd like her okay i wasn't sure
3: i don't know she also worked with uh, Nikki Hilton on her book, 365 Style. Another flat. Hilton is Richard's niece, FYI. Yes. Um, As we know, Cody <laughs>
2: constantly reminds us. Oh, yeah. Y'all watching Paris I am.
3: God, I hate him. Um, Richards and Baker are due in court on September 4th over the matter. So, a few things I like this. The fact that this person's name is uh, Allison Kingsley... Baker I know the fact that the she really came back to bite
2: she's including the name like as her middle name, she could just e- very
3: easily go by Allison Baker. That's probably why Kim chose her, yeah, she felt a, a kinship, and I really want to know, so when I looked at this, I was like, ten thousand dollars for a ghost written book. Does that seem low to you? It kind of seems low to me, yeah, I think so. So
2: maybe it's $10,000 plus proceeds. Um, Residuals, proceeds. proceeds. Yeah.
3: Um, I would like, if anyone knows things about books, and I know some of you do, mm. tell us like if this is the actual, if this is like a real rate. Is this like what, for example, um, Erica Jane paid, uh, what's his Brian name? Brian Moylan, yeah. For hit, for that. Is I this, would
2: imagine he got more than $10,000. Like
3: what is Teresa paying for to her ghostwriters? For the ingredients. Is. Yeah. And what what did Carol pay?
2: Shit.
3: (laughs) For what book? (laughs) Never mind. I'm I'm actually coming around to those conspiracy theories. Mm. Because the internet comments are making me believe.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot going on with Carol that you are circling around right now. It's like she's
3: really going through something with Mm. talking about everything all the time.
2: Sure. But I still love her. There's other things that we need to discuss regarding this. A job well done the book is done
3: right okay so you had
2: a theory about this I didn't
3: have a theory I read a blind item that everyone was saying was about this situation the blind item was essentially saying that a real housewife had written a book a tell all about her entire life that would have like implications on her family <laughs> yada 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 and that one of her sisters had told her to scuttle the book so mm-hmm. the theory is that Kyle is telling her not to put this book out or Kath I think it's Kyle, because Kath and Kim are close.
2: I know, but Kath famously doesn't want Kyle spilling the beans on fictionalized versions of their life.
3: Okay, but Kyle famously wants to keep her sister Kim down mm. and steal her house. You'll never
2: bring her down. Uh, what's that a reference to? It's, shout out to my ex. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, I should know that. So, I also think that maybe Kim is killing it now that she's slowly working her way back into Beverly Hills.
3: Right, but when you're slowly working your way back in, Kim, you still need to pay your ghostwriter.
2: Yeah, you do. I... Oh, maybe she doesn't. I think there was a time where she could have paid this woman. Why? Like, she had the money in the bank account to pay this woman. For what? What do you mean? For ten... I, like, maybe five years ago, Kim... Oh, yeah, could do in it. In excess of $10,000. Do you think it's been a five year process? Of her losing that money?
3: Of writing this book? No, no, no.
2: I'm saying five years ago, Kim had money in her checking account. Mm-hmm. And I think it's not free Do you as think she's getting get a
3: stipend from, like, Maurice? Maurice? From the agency? Uh, she should be. She's scamming. Scam note? million. No, but side note, I heard that people at the agency are jumping ship, and a lot of them are jumping ship over to Hilton & Associates, Uh, or what's it called? Rick Hilton's company. Hilton & Highland, is that what it's called?
2: I guess all those agency hats wasn't bringing in the business.
3: Sad. Um, Speaking of business, should we talk about Vanderpump's new business in um, Vegas? Sure. Let me tell you about that.
2: (laughs) Page Six reports. Andy Cohen talks Vanderpump Rules spinoff in Las Vegas. Can lightning strike twice? Aside from the Real Housewives franchise, Vanderpump Rules has become Bravo's one of Bar- Bravo's biggest hits. But despite Lisa Vanderpump opening up the Vanderpump Cocktail Garden in Las Vegas recently, Andy Cohen tells Page Six a successful spinoff series is not a guarantee. He said, It's not a show that you can just turn cameras on in a new place. Uh, he said, Lindsay Lohan tried to do it with the low-end Beach thing. There also needs to be some rooting interest of why all these people are together. Andy Cohen said, Vanderpump was so convincing when pitching the series because of all the history that there was between the people at Star. Cohen added, I think what makes Vanderpump Rules work is that those people have known each other for years and Lisa has known them for so many years. Bravo has not announced plans for an official spinoff yet, and Cohen pointed out that he is no longer in charge of programming at the network.
3: Um, first thing is this press tour that he's doing is because he's discussing his, discussing his partnership with Purina One.
2: Which I feel like there is no way he is feeding Waka Flocka Purina One.
3: Right, right. Also, couldn't he move on to like get a baby food deal for mm, like little Gerber. Benjamin? A Gerber. Yeah. We should get Benjamin, they should have specialized Gerber cans that have Benjamin Benjamin's on Benjamin's face on it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Also, as
2: a person who has visited Vanderpump Cocktail Garden. Yeah,
3: you're an expert in everything. I'm an
2: expert in this. I feel like it's very tight. They don't have the luxury of having that like back. Like, back alley, mm-hmm. hangout. And granted, uh, SIR is pretty tight as well. But they have, like, different sections. This has a very, very tight indo- indoor bar section. And then the patio area is just sitting, like, in the middle of the casino.
3: Right, but I think if they could make it happen, they would make it happen. And I do think that there's something to the chemistry thing. We all know that chart, the infamous chart with the relationships. Yeah.
2: Well, I think Lisa commented somewhere that some of the original cast might be interested in working in Vegas or something.
3: China, she means. Sheena, for sure, yeah. She's the only one going out there.
2: No, but honestly, I really have to like drive this point home. Like The camera angles, if you're filming in the patio area would very easily pick up the food court (laughs) section that's, like, right across the street from Vanderbilt Cocktail Garden.
3: Right. But they could get creative. I mean, like, Mm. Vanderbilt Brule certainly gets creative as far as, like, making that place look kind of desirable to dine in.
2: I I do have to give them credit. When you go there in person versus what it looks like on TV... Are two very different things. It's
3: a different <laughs> realities. Uh, speaking of Vanderbilt Rules, and our next words about Vanderbilt Rules too, but we discovered who's potentially the new cast members. Remember oh, that Dana, Dana person? something. Yeah, there's this Dana person that's been around them. She's bisexual. She's been in tons of photos with all of them yeah. um, for the past couple months, and she might be holding a tray. It's rumored she works at Sir.
2: And isn't there also like a? A boy or a gay boy. There's a
3: gay guy who's also around, but I don't think he works at Sir. He's just, like, floating around. Yeah. He'll be another, um, what's his name? Sure. Logan. Really? Uh, okay. Oh, so I guess it's time to move on to Real Houses of Potomac. Yeah, let's move
2: on. Okay, so this is... We were discussing this earlier. Despite this being a very middle of the season, between trips... Episode, I was still very much engaged. Everyone's kind of filming by themselves. Well, because there's so much going
3: on. But even when, even not without the main drama, I, this scenes with Giselle neglecting her children. Beautiful. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, let's let's jump to that real quick. They go to a Ryan Apple Farm and they pick Ryan Apples, and then the daughters confront Giselle. And.
3: I don't think I have ever really landed on the names of these daughters until today. I know, until today, this episode.
2: Well, we've not got, even this episode until I mean all I got we only really landed on Angel cuz she's the one who confronted her
3: mother. Right, uh, but I need to get into the names for just a second. So we've got Angel, great name. Name I hear yes, a lot. We've pose. got we've got Grace. Name I hear a lot. We we've got Adore. A, a name we've we've heard a lot. I've heard, but I've only heard it Ever really on Drag Race. Mm. But it's a it's a great theme as a family. They're a theme name, which I like. Yeah. Um, I love like a family mm. that theme, that has a theme name. Do you have a theme? Kind of. Oh yeah,
2: you were supposed to be something else.
3: So my sisters are Kelly, Molly, Casey. You see where that fits. And then if I was a girl, I was going to be Clancy. So Kelly, Molly, Casey, Clancy. But our theme is they have similar, like as far as Cadence names goes. And then You're I'm named after my... Dad and my grandfather, so yeah. that's how it's like. That's how it is. It's kind of like the Kardashians in a way.
2: Mm-hmm. I get Robert. Yeah, Robert. Yeah. Sure. What about you? Oh, the fact that my name is Daniel was a controversial, hot topic of the moment. Why? Because I should have been named Joseph. So I was oh. Daniel Joseph.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: My grandfather's name Giuseppe, mm-hmm. aka Joseph. So, they, my parents wanted to like do something different. But then, when my brother was born three years later, they were like, all right, we'll just name him Joseph. So, my middle name is my brother's first name.
3: Oh, weird. Yeah. You're not a Joseph at all.
2: Yeah. I think, I, I think Daniel works for me.
3: Yeah. It like fits your entire thing. I just love
2: the versatility. You got a Daniel. You got a Dan. You, you got, got a, a Danny. Neal. A Neil you got to kneel if you need it. Yeah. you just got so many options.
3: Yeah, same with me. Brendan, Dan, Bren. (laughs) It it is funny how, like, my name is in your name. I know. Also, people, and I think I tweeted this, but people, especially straight people, feel perfectly comfortable calling me B. Oh, that's so weird. I know. Why? I don't know. Like, Beyonce or something? They just, like, call me B. Call me B-me name. Yeah, it's like some... I was... (laughs) I was like getting, I was making plans to like meet up with someone I used to work with. And she's just like, hey B, hey B, with every text and in person too. See, for me, Bren, I definitely like slip into that sometimes. People call me Bren all the time. Um, People in high school used to call me Brenny, I feel like. Mm, Just to make the Clancy thing a reality. Yeah, my mom calls me Bubba. Mm, Uncle Bubba. And then she'll call me Baba Black Sheep. Have you any wall? Yeah, she. That's
2: look it up, kids. Look it up, kids.
3: (laughs) Uh, Only ninety kids, nineties kids, will know.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, yeah. But so those are the kids' names. Those are the
2: kids' names. So basically,
3: Angel, she's the middle child, despite being a twin. Yeah, she's the middle with a twin. Um, She is basically saying that her mom is a seventy-five percent good mom. (laughs) That's what she said, right? It was seventy percent or seventy-five percent. But it's just like.
2: Shocking to hear. I think Giselle's a 110% good mom. Well,
3: because Giselle is busy with Grace. So Grace and Adore have two different personalities they are very Mm. different. One of them is, like, always, like, crawling into bed with Giselle. Mm. Like, they're watching TV together. Grace is dealing with going to... High school, high school (laughs) and so that's a whole nother thing that Giselle is taking her time on and here's poor little angel but she doesn't
2: need to worry about angel I know because angel's an independent woman yeah
3: I I was that like me and my I was the kid you didn't have to worry about I would go be left home alone go paint a pot or something that's interesting because you were the baby me and my sister would be left together but I feel like usually the baby
2: gets like some worrying about no, not for you. No, do yeah. my own thing. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I, I guess. Oh well, she's, if she's identifying as a middle child, she wants attention.
3: But yeah, that was it. Was a nice little scene, getting hot chocolate, which Angel refused. Yeah, because um, she wants. She wants instead of hot chocolate. She wants the warmth of her mother. Wow. You know.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Speaking of mothers and daughters, Canison and
3: her mom working on the mother-daughter contract. Okay, the craziest thing about that to me was four hours after the hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> the like perfect time. After the hoedown, I would go home, I would probably take a nap, and you know what? I would probably just be in bed until I woke up the next morning.
2: Especially if you're Candace.
3: Especially Yeah, especially if you're <laughs> Candace. Uh,
2: so it was just more of this volatile <laughs> relationship.
3: And it's it's also like, we. this is a housewife's trope a contract either about friendship or your relationship with Cynthia Bailey really,
2: uh, was like burned that. She blazed that trail.
3: She threw the first contract. She signed the first contract.
2: Sure. Okay. Speaking of mothers, Ashley Darby's new wig is definitely an homage to Her to, mother to Mother Darby,
0: yeah. Well, that
2: her mom's is not Darby, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's beautiful to see her recognizing where she comes from. Uh, but speaking of Ashley, she has a therapist situation where she's trying to like work through everything, she's trying
3: to come up with another storyline to um, distract from Michael Darby. Michael Darby. So
2: now she's like on the hunt for her father, for her father, which. I mean it is definitely a little contrived but also the fact like i'm sure the father did not block her on facebook during this the dad does not block her mom Mm -hmm. which i thought was interesting yeah she's spoken to the dad one time on the telephone
3: i like need there's a lot there's a lot of um There's a lot not being said, I feel Mm. like. In this... Ashley's entire family situation, there's just a lot that nobody's talking about. And I want to know what it is. Mm.
1: Well,
2: I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of that, because we're probably going to get to the bottom of Michael Darby instead. I know. Okay. So, speaking of what's going on with Michael Darby, Giselle drags Ashley out for a little sit down at some restaurant or bar. And that's where we have the Wasn't it
3: at Oz? Oh, it might have been. Hours. I think it was because Ashley was like, "I got you. All right, I have a beverage ready for you. A Corona? No, it was like a Bellini, I mm-hmm. think. So that's where we get the Are you okay with what Michael did? Are you okay with the
2: butt squeezing? And Ashley's just like very. I have to say, very well
3: trained media trained professional. like by her attorney <laughs> in terms
2: of like what to say, what she or what can not say, and say. what she can't say. Yeah proud of her on that front. If
3: you were her attorney would you be like get off this show the moment it happened or Uh, like
2: well okay to get into a little bit which which is discussed later I mean we know now that the case was dropped Mm -hmm. because there was no supporting evidence to the claim I think or maybe even the guy who brought it just dropped it altogether. Right. Um, So maybe they knew those facts going into it that there was no supporting evidence. Mm -hmm. So she was like, we just have to ride this wave, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, I
3: thought that the Monique sonogram, the entire experience was wild. Like bringing Candace and Karen to it, like right after the hoedown throwdown was really wild to me. Uh, them just sitting there with the kids and like the kids going crazy the entire time mm. is happening. Yeah, them being in the room in general, and then them sitting in that room to talk about to talk about everything was wild. Well, they all
2: get together later in the episode, but Monique doesn't really have a close ally, right? Because it was Candace, but now she's realizing Candace is a Looney Tune,
3: right? So she's gonna try to switch to Karen. I guess. But,
2: like, Karen's the one who's hitching her horse to Candace.
3: Right. I don't know. This, like, th- the, these three couples together, I'm like, what are these two young couples doing hanging out with... The elderly? With uh, Karen and... What's his name? Ray.
2: Yeah. Well, the gist of it was, I, I like them dragging Candace for wanting her big mansion. Mm-hmm. Like, she wants six bedrooms... And Candace, the elder... and Not uh, Karen, the elder, is like, yeah, I thought that too. And it's not worth it.
3: (laughs) Where did I see that Candace move... I mean, Karen moved back to Potomac, (gasps) like, the other day. I think somewhere I saw she's back in Potomac.
2: We'll we'll definitely learn about it during the reunion. Yeah. Because it hasn't been filmed yet. Yeah. Indy will bring it up. Yeah. I trust him. I trust him. Uh, The only other thing that happened this episode was Robin at the hairdresser talking about how Juan wants a baby girl. Robin loves this hairdresser. She will die, like, she'll go in the casket with the hairdresser when she passes.
3: <laughs> She's like, I,
2: I will never have another hairdresser. Uh, Maybe she'll just grow her hair down to her
3: butt like Lady Godiva. I was thinking about this, and do you think that she has Bravo hire her hairdresser for confessionals? Is oh. I don't know how that works. Uh, I know that Bravo pays for... When confessionals Mm. are being done. Because there was a lot of conversation around Sonya like last season or whatever. Yeah. But do you think they can pick? Do you think they can like choose their preferred? That would make sense, I think.
2: I feel like it must be like a negotiated
3: thing. Especially for a housewife without style. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. And I seem to remember Kyle's Alexis Bellino looking hair person in, in a situation was it on social media where they were filming Kyle's confessionals I think I remember I mean that. I think
2: i I've also seen Luke helping out with Dorinda's confessionals right but those people could have been given the green light whereas like a Cindy bar shop person might not be given the green light
3: so you're saying are you putting Robin in the Cindy bar shop
2: pool i'm I'm not saying Robin, one way or the other. You're the one who brought up whether uh Robin uses her hairdresser for the conventionals.
3: Right. But you're saying some are prefer, like some people get preference because I think they're that, like iconic.
2: I think they just cuz like oh, like they get the job done the way we want it. Right. You know? Like I don't think Kim Richards is picking the hair Style because she looks like a different human being in the confessionals, right? I
3: also heard I've heard like seven accounts of people running into her at a dry bar, so I don't think people I don't think Kim cares that much, yeah. Um, but I think they let Robin have her person, okay?
2: I mean, Robin looks pretty similar in her confessionals as she does in the day to day,
3: right? But you gotta have the person quaff it. Mm.
2: I think that's it for Potomac. Yep. Shall we move along
3: to part do of Ugh. Beverly Hills. Yeah. And I will say one of the more interesting Beverly Hills episodes slash especially reunion episode in a while. I feel like, yeah,
2: I mean, it's in inter- my opinion, it's interesting. We are dipping back into puppy gate, but it, not for the whole episode, which is good. Uh-huh. It's weird that we have Camille all episode, despite the fact that we're talking about a lot of things that don't have anything to do with her. Right. Just the juxtaposition of Barbara not being invited to the conversation.
3: Well, it's just a different kind of thing. It's like, it's kind of like you were saying with the confessionals. Like some mm. people are greenlit, are greenlit. <laughs> and Camille is kind of like an institution on this particular franchise.
2: Well, especially the fact that Vanderpump is not there. I'm sure they were like, Let's get Camille in here. Yeah. ASAP.
3: Yeah. And we've had friends of, I feel like, be there for a lot, like a ton of it. I but mean, when Luann
2: was demoted, she, she was, was there the there entire, the entire time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Andy's trying to make Teddy own it with the puppy gate thing. You
3: can tell Andy does not care like for her? Teddy. Mm. He keeps on trying to catch her, you know? Yeah.
2: But he was also trying to put more blame on Doreet. Mm -hmm. And, like, I don't think there's much to the Dorit thing. Like, I I think she's laid it out, her side of the story, the clearest. Right. Versus, like, a Teddy versus a Lisa Vanderpump. Right. Like, Dorit's story is she adopted the dog. She was having trouble with the dog. She found this woman who she thought would be a good home for the dog. Mm -hmm. She told Lisa Vanderpump the next day, Mm
3: -hmm. who apparently
2: did not have an issue with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And then everything else is just what's coming at her.
3: Yeah. Right? Te- well, because Teddy's the one... Teddy got caught. And nobody's talking about that. Everyone's trying to protect Teddy. As far as, like, the other women. Well,
2: the queen is trying to protect Teddy.
3: Oh, my God. Ugh, the queen. <laughs> that neon queen.
2: Uh, Yeah, so Teddy... I like them showing the clip of, like, I have never told a lie. And then he's trying to be like, well... Like, you've we been kind of We just caught you in one. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. Ugh. Uh, I mean, the less is said about Puppygate, the better, I guess. It, like, Kyle's, like, misspeaking about it. She's saying that something about $5,000. $5,000, $5, but that's a penalty if you don't bring the dog back. Not if you do bring the dog back. Right. I don't know. It's such a mess. Such it would, a mess. It would have been nice if if Lisa was there to present her side of it whatever side that is mm-hmm. but it seems like from what we've seen online of the John Suss of it all and also rumors on Reddit it's like production
3: mm-hmm. yeah because John Suss was showing receipts of like production confirming filming at Vanderpump Dogs before the dog was, the dog was even returned yeah. and yada 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 And he was going back and forth with Kyle a little bit
2: and that brings up the whole Kyle tweet thread which I was going to do a dramatic reading of, but I got too lazy because we were just like drinking wines and having fun.
3: I also said we can't oh. read 22 tweets. <laughs>
2: as, as the executive <laughs> producer, Brendan was like,
3: no. But... Kyle did go on a tweet thread that was kind of... It's, it's not very Kyle Richards-esque. Well, the way she omened it is
2: like, once upon a time, there was a show called The Real Housewives. Have you seen it? Yeah. This is what happens in the Real Housewives. And like her, this happened both in the episode and in the tweet thread of her trying to define like what is what occurs on a Housewives show, what's not allowed to occur on a Housewives show. Right. What they can like not talk about, what they can talk about. She may have these like defined terms in her head, but if you look at any of the other shows, the rules that she has come up with do not apply.
3: They differ. I mean, right now on Potomac we are fully talking about production.
2: We're talking about we're talking about husbands. We're talking about everything. Mention it all. Right on New York. It's it was about Tom. It was not about Tom. Bethany, Bethany's boyfriend, Scott, not wanting the film. Scott, like breaking up with her because she's on the show. Essentially, right. I was like, these are six women picked to live in a house, <laughs> and like these are the relationships between them. And like it's only we only talk about what goes on between them, like. No. No. Sorry. No.
3: It's about your lives. Hasn't Andy always said it's about your lives? My favorite tweet, though, was it was in the middle of the thread. No. (laughs) She goes, but that's part of reality television. You get to decide who you like, love, or hate. Even though we have never met in person, we, quote, signed up for it. When I was a child on the little house on the prairie, I worked with many amazing people.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And some not amazing people, not you, Michael Landon.
3: No, but like the fact that that was the end of the tweet. Like it went from one thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Twitter on one hundred and one. Keep them so they can stand alone. <laughs> it was
2: very Britney Spears, Lady Gaga, global warming, global warming. Yeah, look it up. <laughs> okay, what else happened on this reunion? Okay,
3: the lot well. Hand in hand, the lawsuits. Wait, can we talk about, before we get to the blizzard, while we're still on Puppygate? Sure. The blizzard should have been fired, slash, we get a flashback of Bernie, Adrian Maloof's iconic chef, who friended me on Facebook way back in the day, and I think others too, and then I unfriended him. Why? After a while, because it got too weird. He was like a weirdo online. Hmm. And then he was involved in, like, other weird stuff, but Bernie famously didn't get along with LVP, and LVP told Adrian that she should have fired him. So everyone was making the point that LVP then should have fired John Blizzard.
2: Which, looking back on the flashback, Bernie was just being a little bunch. Like, he wasn't doing anything.
3: I know. He's like just a like blizzard. That that British woman I don't oh, like. close
2: the doors. <laughs> like, who cares? Uh, yeah, okay. So let's get to the lawsuits, which goes back to the Kyle, like, we only talk about what happens between these women, like the women just sitting together and talking, and what happens between them. No, we talk about the lawsuits. Yeah, mention it all. We we have a lawsuit for Erica, which she said has been settled and they apologized or something. Something like that. We got Kyle, which we have never seen Kyle this heated
3: I since know. maybe the limo. I know. She was like, "Who is that? Is it?" No. M- marsupial from Moomoo from Badungadung <laughs> yeah, and he was like he was like karen from, from texas, texas amy yeah. from texas yeah. uh she's like
2: no my husband's never made like she's totally spitting it like my husband's never made 60 37 million from a deal it's just the 37 million is w- which we talked about in this episode on the show the 37 million was the low ball sale and then it was resold later for much more or something right so she's just trying to like get that point in.
3: Yeah. Uh, that he didn't. Isn't make he that like much. doing deals with like dictators of like countries? <laughs> I heard. I read that <laughs> online.
2: Yeah. Uh, but but like that. Sorry, Kyle. Like that's the interesting thing that's going on. Not people not returning a dog.
3: Yeah. Okay. We don't want to see. I don't. I don't want to go to George Washington University to see your daughter's dorm room. I'm sorry. Yeah.
2: Her moping around. <laughs> okay. Doreen that lawsuit was kind of like it was very Monterey five in terms of them being like, We will not talk about this. Yeah. Even though it was happening and they were this woman was chasing her around around the Bahamas
3: in that much we've seen it that video so many times online and then we finally get to see it on our T V screen. Yeah. Um yeah. Very Monterey 5. Who would be who in Monterey 5? Oh, my God. Okay. Reese is Kyle. That's easy. Yeah. I
2: guess so. Sure.
3: Yeah. Um, Erica is... Renata? No. Renata's got too much of a personality. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> um, Erica's Nicole.
2: Okay. Maybe. <laughs> Yikes.
3: <laughs> Ren is Renata. Obviously. Mm, okay. Yeah. Sure. 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 Um, Denise is Bonnie.
2: No, yeah. Teddy's Bonnie.
3: No, we like Bonnie. I think Teddy's Bonnie. No, Teddy's, uh, what's her name with the bangs in the aquarium oh. shirt? Oh, Shailene. Shailene.
2: I love how we like, we call some of them by their actress names <laughs> and we call some of them by their name.
3: There is a tweet somewhere that like talks about this phenomenon that I saw and I'm not even like trying to do it because of the tweet. It's just like how people talk about this show.
2: Sure, sure. Yeah. So it's Reese, Renata, Bonnie, Shailene. I feel like Celeste and Nicole are like, is like the,
3: the most on the fence. Right. And then people say Meryl, but here's the kicker. Meryl Streep was born Mary Louise Streep. Wow. Her,
2: she was, the her role mind. she was born to play. It's
3: like how Angela on um, The Office is named Angela IRL.
2: Wow. Amazing. I know. <laughs> Okay. I'm
3: glad we did that.
2: Uh, so, we we dip into the eating disorders, plastic surgeries. The eating disorders I'm less interested in just because it's, like, too much. Too heavy. But the plastic surgery, I do have to give Erica Jane Girardi mm-hmm. some credit for half snapping at Andy about this.
3: Right. She didn't full-on Carol Redswell snap, but she...
2: She's like... It was more just like, oh... People asking us what work we've had done when it's like no, it's it's Andy who's asking it the most, right? And then Andy was defending himself like this is a the trope, trope, a trope. Like
3: I, so my thoughts on this is. And I'll, the Ramona Singer example is the example I always go back to mm. because of the way that this show and people around the show and Andy and Watch What Happens Live and yada, yada, yada talked about Ramona's eyes for years and years and years and years and years. And I'm not like a Ramona defender as far as like how she is as a person. But for years and years and years and years and years and years, the even, Ramona eyes. they talked about the Ramona eyes. It obviously got to her enough where she went and got in eye lift or an eye job or whatever plastic Something, surgery on your eyes. Which
2: I think like an, fucking with your eyes like that is not just like a little it's like a little boop, 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 boop,
3: So those, that's like the result of this kind of talk to me. Yes. Which is why we're happy that Erica clapped back.
2: Like, I don't, I, like, I don't care when the plastic surgery is a storyline. And
3: when they talk about it, it's different from when like when, people ask about yeah.
2: it asking about it what what are you gaining from this?
3: right yeah, cuz it's a trope dan it's a trope oh, i guess it's a it, trope. well
2: i guess if it's if it's a trope it's then a trope. it's okay yeah okay
3: <laughs> i can't believe i just like defended ramona so i know and i'm the one like championing <laughs> erica
2: jane we're really both like going on a ledge right now okay so this is where things start to spiral camille doesn't like that Ty- teddy and Kyle are friends
3: which like either do I. <laughs> no,
2: but but I I I don't love either of them. But I like that two people on this show are friends.
3: Found each other, yeah. It's a, it's something, <laughs> something the rest of them have yet to achieve.
2: Like I mean Renna and Erica are friends like while they're filming, but I don't they're not hanging out in Renna's backyard, I think. Right. Uh okay. Speaking of Renna and Erica. We drudge up this whole, like, stupid conversation of Renna's Erica impression all over again. And Teddy's, like, trying to explain herself out of it in terms of, oh, if I wasn't drunk, I would have not gone into this so much
3: or something. I guess. I don't know. I just remember Erica being like, it's a character, honey. It's a mm. character. It's just, like, it's this conversation so dumb. I... I wish they would have, like, come to Kim's defense a little more or something. Mm-hmm. Not not that Kim needs defending, but, like, made it more about Kim would have made it oh, more yeah. interesting. Oh, that, yeah. That
2: would definitely be more interesting. Sure. Okay. The fun fact that we learned of Erica snapping at the Starbucks
3: employee, which she denies any recollection of. Is this why you thought she was Renata?
2: No, just... Because the-
3: of the last episode of Big Little Lies.
2: I did watch. I we we did finish last night.
3: But you know the best scene is the Starbucks scene.
2: Oh, I like for I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. There was a lot of like gaming, getting like fresh waters, <laughs> this that. Like this was not a all hands on deck TV moment for this household.
3: Okay, well there was a good scene that was a Starbucks scene of Renata meeting. Yeah, Mary, Mary Louise. Louise, and yeah. like she
2: brings her coffee or something. Yeah,
3: but first renata snaps mm. at a starbucks employee sure, sure, which sure, is sure. why i asked mm. yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah and you had named erica it's renata. all coming back to yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay cool i <laughs> wow, really had to explain my way through that one
2: i just would love more why is this not on film why are we not getting this footage? i know get like some get a camera phone up someone <laughs> recording erica <laughs> yelling at a starbucks employee. and you
3: like you would think that someone would have recorded it because it's erica jane in a starbucks which is a public venue i know but
2: i i can't imagine it being more than like a quick like ah, what are you
3: doing it's
2: my not it wasn't like a 20 minute famagina. thing where where like you can lift your phone up during the altercation yeah. like it came and went in my like in my starbucks.
3: brain. Had dunk though if i go to starbucks you know which one i go to what The one where Kelly Kelly Osborne-Peter pants, pants, yeah. Wow, how did I know that? (laughs) It's right near my office.
2: (laughs) Okay. Uh, So then this is where we get to the Camille spiral. We're talking about Camille making fun of Lisa Vanderpump's bad breath and gums situation while also Mm -hmm. defending her in magazine articles. Right. Despite her being upset about her not coming to the wedding. Right. This or that. And then this is where Camille brings up
3: the production made or have them at the wedding I loved, okay, loved Camille just like declaring that she didn't like anyone loved Camille <laughs> continuously Saint Camille a- addressing the wrong person like she would look at she would look at Denise and call her Erica that
2: was very much the f- the finale episode which I was not on this podcast for where it seemed like she was forgetting who she was fighting with and who she was angry with,
3: mm-hmm. like
2: she would make up with someone, and then go and hug Rena goodbye, despite never making up with her post-fight with Rena. Right. It was just like a mishmash.
3: Well, maybe that. Maybe like maybe Denise has a point. What's What's the point, Yolanda? Like, what's wrong with her? What's oh yeah, I don't know what's wrong. <laughs> with her. Yeah. Okay. Well,
2: then what What sends Camille into the tizzy eventually is when she brings up. Like, Denise cursing at the kids. And we get the footage of Denise just saying that she screamed at her kids. And
3: you know what? Who hasn't been screamed Who amongst at? us? Who amongst us? If I'll the, scream at Dan's kids when he has them. If that's the Actually, worst. no, I would, I would never. Oh.
2: <laughs> I know. That would be a little weird. <laughs> You're screaming from inside the wall. <laughs> I mean, like, Camille! <laughs> um, okay. But then we get the clip where she's just screaming. And then Camille just, like, flips out. This is a setup. She starts... <laughs> this is the most... Like who would think in 2019 we would have the most iconic walk off? I know because it's so played out. But it's kind of like it is like our like our generation's Sasha Velour like taking the wig off, right. having roses like.
3: Camille getting up. To walk off but make it fashion, you know?
2: And ripping off her dress. <laughs> She's
3: walking in that like production assistant following after her, like trying to
2: keep her boots. Trying in. to get
3: her <laughs> mic pack while also like keep the dress closed. <laughs> I mean, like, okay.
2: That was an iconic fashion. I moment. will
3: say, like, Wendy Williams doesn't always run a housewives clip on her show. Oh. She yeah. ran this clip yesterday yeah, 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 on yeah. her yeah. show. And then she talked about that she's so glad that she's back in with Andy.
2: She's talked about that. And then she also was the president of the Give Camille a Diamond Club. I know. Which, which I, if this is the crazy energy Camille's going to bring now,
3: yeah, I guess so. Maybe. I'm always on the fence with this kind of stuff, though. Because, like, sometimes there's too crazy, you know? So, what I think is we need both Camille and Brandy. Like, you
2: need two crazies right. to, like, out-crazy each other. Right. When and there's like, only one, it's
3: like, it's like everyone's looking how around. How did they end? Who? Camille and Brandy. Like uh, how, remember? No,
2: Camille, Camille, was like th- Camille was the one who said, Brandy being on this show is why Lisa Vanderpump is not here today. Because that is her arch nemesis. So, like, as Lisa Vanderpump's second-in-command, hmm
3: she does not like Brandy, right? I think I read somewhere that Lisa and Brandy had like kind of made up or something. I don't know. Mm. I I never know with Brandy, but I remember a time when Brandy and Camille were like BFF besties. Oh, like as because um, they were both hot. That was like where, uh, why they bonded. Wow. Well, okay. It was like I think it was the Hawaii trip, and sure. they were like, "We're both hot. Let's like spray suntan lotion on each other."
2: Okay. Well, I think that's it for part two. So let's take a quick break. We'll be back with some New York, baby. Yeah. Great. And we're back with New York City, baby. I'm so sad it's over. But Me too. But I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it is happened. That, Isn't that
3: what people were in like a yearbook? It's like hags. Um, have a great summer. Have a great summer. Um, don't
2: cry because it's over. Don't
3: laugh because it happened. Or well, smile. Smile, yeah. Smile because it happened. They were so mean. To, to Barb? To Barbara Kay, uh. Especially Doren. But all of them. All of them. Well, all they were them. all mean and then they all hugged her. But, like, even when Bethany was, like, pretending to be, like, like trying to defend, trying to get Luann off of Barbara's back she made it about a being mean to Barbara moment, you know, and it was like her went, being tan, yeah, went to go like wipe off her spray tender, and they just it seemed like they were all just laughing at Barbara the entire time, and she felt like she was at summer camp,
2: yeah, with all the mean girls with all the mean girls she's been to cabaret 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 eight times eight times eight times. So that's like a true friend.
3: I know. Sonia was nice when she went to hug her at the end and said something about her being a good mother.
2: Oh my God. She's a great mother.
3: What else happened in this reunion?
2: Well, besides, like during the whole Barbara situation, we that's when Luann announces the uh, Chicago. Chicago.
3: But I heard that the reps from Chicago reached out to like BroadwayWorld.com and said that Luann Deliseps was not actually joining Chicago. So I think. Jury's still out on that.
2: I think her take on it is they haven't
3: worked out a date yet.
2: <clears throat> so she might have jumped the gun.
3: She is the boom boom gun. She follows in a long line of housewives who have joined Chicago. Lisa Renna. Well, that was a pre housewives moment. Right, it. but she's, it's still yes. housewives who have joined um, Chicago. Lisa Renna, sure. Nene Leaks, Candy Burris. Who else? Is that it? This is a place for legends. Can you believe that Nene Leaks has been on Broadway twice? Twice. Wild.
2: She deserves to be on it again. No, she does. Where would we? Where would we cast her in like a current Broadway show?
3: Um, the Share Show, that's ending in two weeks. As one of the shares, yeah. Mean Girls as, um, I almost said, it, as Sue Sylvester. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the famous Sue Sylvester <laughs> role in Mean Girls. Uh, Oklahoma.
2: Oh yeah, she could be. As, um, I don't know. As an Oklahomite. As
3: an Oklahomite. What else is on?
2: (laughs) Uh, Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge as the... The the fairy that Kylie Minogue played in the movie.
3: Okay. Yeah. It's like an easy role, like boop, 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 like cast a spell and like you're out. Okay. Yeah. Um, Wicked as Elphaba. Oh my God. uh, uh. How does that go? Do it. Well, I
2: think I, I got it. That was my one take.
3: Uh, <laughs> give her another take
2: <laughs> okay well NeNe come back to Broadway we need you okay well we we picked up with Ramona like really doubling down on the you're drinking on the side right into a conversation about loose sobriety but
3: by the end of it like by the end of the reunion Ramona was a complete 180 and it's like I'm in your corner and yada yada yada
2: yeah I mean the narrative seems to be let's ride it out
3: this summer yeah Let's, let's figure out the summer and then, <laughs> and then and come September. Wake me up when it ends. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> a thing that I love about Ramona is when she hits herself, when she has a um, realization.
2: It's like the aha moment.
3: Yeah, she hits herself. At one point, when um, <laughs> it wasn't the aha moment, but it was when Luann hadn't learned anything from like the clip package yeah, that yeah, aired yeah, that yeah. like was a damning clip package yeah. about her. Ramona hit herself twice on the temples.
2: That's like a famous Ramona move. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. I forgot
3: Ramona calling Barbara the Tin Man. Oh, my God. They were all calling Barbara the Tin Man and calling her shiny. They were outright just laughing at even, her. Even Andy was call- saying it was a Jersey reunion. I know. So rude. I mean, it's clear we're never going to see her again. I know. We might see her in the background because she has been in, around. For a very long time. For yeah. a very long time.
2: Um. Okay. I know this is part three, but we went way too quick through the um, excursions. Like the Berkshires, the Rhinebeck. The... 1000%. Like, we could have done a, a part four. I feel like last week was not evenly spread
3: out. They should have brought Barbara in earlier. Yes. Also, I felt like there were so many clips that she was a part of that she could have at least just been spoken like spoken to. Sitting on the couch. And like, I, 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 Her entire thing felt like such a spectacle to, like, make fun of her.
2: Yeah. Like, she could have spoken with a perspective to many things that she was not invited to. Right. I mean, Brennan, do you realize this is possibly the very last Barbara Kay update?
3: I feel like we should follow her Mm, past this. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And keep giving updates. Yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll always be with us. I mean, we're still updating the world on Carol Radzwill. Why not Barbara Kay? Yeah, not? Hello. Hello. I mean, we talk about Gretchen Rossi occasionally. Oh,
2: you know, I thought it was really interesting. And we, like, this part, I feel like we zoomed through everything. The part where she talked about, like, not wanting to open up about being with a woman and mm-hmm. then realizing that she should,
3: in terms of, like... That's part of who she is. Right. And her and her. Sonia said that her and Barbara both identify the same, which is interesting. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Well, Barbara was painting it in a pansexual way, even though I don't think she had the terminology for that. She doesn't have it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Maybe one day. Bethany. Bethany, Bethany, Bethany.
2: Bethany, Bethany, <laughs> Bethany.
3: Bethany had some really high points in this reunion and some really low points. Oh, what are the low points? The low points was everything with Barbara. Oh, yeah. When yeah, they yeah. could have been allies yeah, in sure. the fight. And, they,
2: and I think Barbara, when she goes on interviews to this day in real life, says
3: Bethany is a friend. Right. Yeah. But we know about Bethany Yeah, we know
2: friends. how, <laughs> how friendships work. Um. But what, what were the
3: high points? I think Bethany... Comes across great this reunion. Well, also, the camera loved Bethany this reunion. Right. I mean, like, she's... someone else is talking, and the camera's on Bethany's facial she's, reactions. She's got good reactions. Actually, her best work was done <laughs> during clip packages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Reacting to what's happening on how to the react. clip is great.
2: Yeah. Also, there was not one... Actually, I guess there was sort of a Sonya moment in terms of. Talking about her drinking. Returning to the drinking, because it has not been returned to in the past few seasons or in reunions.
3: Right. I mean, it's not like. It's not back when Viva was calling her Anna Nicole Smith, even though her, like.
2: Or the, the, the first season with, like, everybody. Like, the the post-Aviva season. Right. Remember when, like, right. the, the major issue was Sonia's
3: drinking that year? Right. She wasn't invited on that boat. Um, yeah, it's really interesting how they kind of just, like, glide past it. And we had all forgotten about the dog. We had all forgotten about her holding Cookie up to her chest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Cookie. Oh, my God, Coco. Coco. Like, like Coco was... Um, like a spry two-year-old pup. Or... A hostage. A hostage. Hostage. Yeah. Um. Tej. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, that
2: was pretty bad. And
3: Sonia doesn't get why it's bad. No. Still to this day. No. And at the end, she was still calling him by the wrong name.
2: Yeah, call him by his name. Call him Sonia by his
3: name. Uh, we learned that Quincy Morgan Adams Jones. <laughs> Quincy Jones <laughs> is
2: in fact going to UPenn.
3: UPenn and. Dan was really impressed by that until we were like, well, it's that Morgan money bid. Yeah,
2: it's the Morgan letters. But, like, I'm impressed. I know that's the the facts. Mm -hmm. But, like, Sonia, part of her identity is, like, wanting her daughter to...
3: Do well. Do well. Succeed. So that she can continue to live in her daughter's apartment. (laughs) As is the rumor on the street. Word on the street is... Can we say one more thing that happened during this reunion? Sure. Dan spilled my dinner.
2: <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no, the dinner arrived. We got three Thai dinners. My, uh, Alex's... Spilled
3: mine. Alex's was
2: firmly secured, like, the, the, the packaging. I take yours out of the box. It it's, like, it's like the lid was, like, just dropped Jumped onto... <laughs> the lid was just dropped onto the container. Not even, like... Pressed a little bit.
3: He treated my dinner like (laughs) the other women in Andy treated Barbara Kate tonight. With utter disrespect. I should have
2: made you eat out of the brown paper bag like a friggin pig at the trough.
3: (laughs) It was still good, I will say.
2: Okay. That's our signature Thai place around here.
3: Good. It tastes like every other Thai place. No, Don't act like your Thai place is special. no, no, No,
2: but we've done like vast research to find of the ones that deliver here, which is the ideal,
3: you know? It seems like a waste of money to do vast research on a Thai no, place. No,
2: it's just like it's not like we ordered <clears throat> from ten restaurants in one night. It's just like you order, you take a note, you remember, mm-hmm. you think back.
3: Da, 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 and then here we are. Um anything else? Uh well we ended with like Lou being a diva. We ended with a yeah, we ended with that and it was so much Lou. I know, and I don't Lou is not my favorite character. Actually, she's not even close to my favorite character. I don't like I, she's, I like when she's in the mix, but I don't want to focus on her.
2: Yeah. I do want to say I do appreciate like, it's it's only talked about very little. Like this whole gray area of like, it's obvious that part besides the narcissism like, this whole cabaret thing is a defense numbing mechanism to just like Get through her life, right? Sure,
3: yeah, that makes sense. And they
2: they touched on it a little bit,
3: mm-hmm. and she had
2: and she admitted to it as well, right? And I think that is more interesting than a lot of what we were talking about, right? But obviously, we're not going to go too deep on that,
3: right? But we ended with everyone in her corner and everyone wanting to see her do well. So we're in a fresh start, a clean slate, which is where we like to be at the oh, end yeah. of brownie reunions because. By the time next year rolls around, we we don't know what we're going to get.
2: And I, th- I think Dorinda and Luann have both said they're in a good place right now. Good. Let's move on to our Freak of the Week and the One True
1: Queen.
3: Okay. So... Brendan, who is our Freak of the Week? So our Freaks of the Week, aside from Dan after spilling my dinner... Into... Into a paper bag and then feeding <laughs> it to me like a tr- troughed pig. Um, ladling it out for me. <laughs> I do <didn't laughs> get the ladle, <laughs> that's right. I was like, just tip the bag into the bowl, but whatever. Um, our other Freaks are Katie and Tom of uh, the Schwartz. Or Mal- Maloney
2: Schwartz's um,
3: Tom Schwartz and Katie Maloney are headed back down the aisle, but this time it's for real. On the heels of Lance Bass's accidental confession that the Vanderpump Rules stars weren't legally married, E News can exclusively reveal they just obtained a marriage license in where else, Las Vegas. Mm. From photos shared to Tom and Katie's Instagram accounts, the longtime couple is indeed vacationing in Sin City while newly ledged Jack Taylor, Jacks Taylor, and <laughs> Brittany Cartwright, as well as Randall Emmett, have also recently touched down in Las Vegas.
2: Wow! Hopefully, they get a matcha matcha man at Vanderpump Cocktail Garden.
3: Hopefully, I saw I saw Ariana was at Vanderpump Cocktails. Okay, so maybe we're like kicking Beau off with Stassi. We're
2: kicking off the spinoff.
3: No, I mean they're I know, probably wrapping up. They're probably actually mid filming. You think they start in June, like late May, usually, right? Oh, okay. You know, don't, sure. don't they?
2: I I don't know. They
3: do, because Pride. Hello. Yeah, but Pride's They always not... start a little bit before Pride. Pride's an early episode.
2: Oh, is it? Okay.
3: Yeah, and then, yeah. Yeah. Sure. They always refer to filming as the summer.
2: Yeah. I mean, besides the fact that Vanderpump Rules always feels like
3: six months long. Right. And think about it. Summer House, they were in a later episode. Mm. Oh, but that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. They had just come from Mexico, so Sure. Yeah. At near Labor Day. Near Labor Day. Okay. Yeah.
2: Fun. Well the one true Queens are the residents of Sutton Place. Yeah. Dorinda Medley. Candy Burris. Riley Burris. I love a crossover cinematic universe event. The Marvel universe is shaking. Mm Mm-hmm. Who posted the photo? Was it Candy, Candy or Dorinda? Candy
3: posted it and okay. said, the context was, I'm with my fellow housewife, Dorinda. We're recording, I guess Candy has some sort of show, like a podcast or like a yeah, live. Candy
2: coding. No, it's not, what it it's not what it was
3: called. Oh. It's something different. They were recording that. And Candy was like, yeah, I just come get to come upstairs because Riley's living in the same building as Dorinda this summer.
2: Riley's there doing an internship,
3: probably, doing or maybe something. she's like just living her life. Maybe she's working in one of the shops that Dorinda goes bell style to. <laughs> yeah, she's at the florist right now. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. So just love that sisterhood. They're both smiling. Um, year Dorinda's year.
3: still doing light spawn con for her building. Her, her
2: Tavi Gevinson... Building spawncon.
3: Yeah, but somebody on the Facebook group, and this will be a good transition out. Sure. Somebody on the Facebook group pointed out, and I think it was Lucy pointed out that Tavi never actually lived where she was doing spawncon for, and Dorinda is actually living in that. Place a proud because, resident. Because I have people, I have people who have seen her in that building.
2: Eyes and ears on the ground.
3: Yep. Yep. <laughs> Wait,
2: do you know people who live in there?
3: I don't know people... uh, You know this story. I've told you. I I can't reveal the details of who lives there. Oh, on camera, yeah. But um, one of my friends has been visiting that person. Sure,
2: yeah, yeah. I remember the story now.
3: Wow. Anyways, speaking of the Facebook group...
2: Wow. If you're not a bot, sign up.
3: (laughs) That's it for this week from us, but you should go keep the conversation going on our (laughs) Facebook group, at Come Through Queen on Facebook. Make sure you join the group.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're a bot answer the question correctly, Bonch.
3: Yeah, I don't think any bots listen. Um, you can follow Dan on Twitter at IDKIDK. Um, he tweets really niche content, so get ready for no, that. No,
2: it's a locals in 2019. No, tragedy, you, tragedy. I
3: checked in yesterday. You've been tweeting niche stuff again. Since you've been back from P-Town, you're a changed man. Um, you can follow me at not brendan i guess you can follow our podcasts at come through queen on twitter you can follow us at come through queen podcast on instagram oh yeah we had like an
2: instagram moment last last
3: week yeah that person who we won't name oh yeah shared something from it but <laughs> we don't necessarily want <laughs> just kidding. never mind oh my yeah. god that's so rude <laughs> cut that out um anyways what else um call us at 71747 freak tell us your thoughts about things go to come through queen.com slash store yeah. And get some merch. Get a sweatshirt. Get a t shirt. Get Fall a, is coming. Get yourself a sweatshirt. Yeah, well, winter's coming. Winter's coming. House of Wintour. <laughs> We're in July. Um, <laughs> I think that's it, really. Sure.
2: So you can just like, comment, subscribe. heart or retweet. Love us, love us. Please
3: retweet. But we'll see you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.
2: Yeah.